Hello, hello and welcome to another episode of Putting It Together. My name is Brian O'Sullivan, this is my podcast and uh, this week I've got a very exciting creative conversation for you from uh, me and my pal Rosemary Boyle. Now, I've been threatening to have Rosie on the show for so long and her reaction when I asked her was like as if, you know, the prodigal son had returned or something. At last, at last! Um, So yeah, I mean, there really isn't an order in which I do these, by the way, if you're sitting waiting to be asked. (laughs) Maybe you're not, I don't know. But anyway, Rosie was delighted to be asked and I was delighted to speak to her. So I'm glad to be bringing that episode to you right now. Now, um, I'll say right at the top here that I'd love to have you supporting the show in other ways. Um, One of the really important ways that this show thrives is through patronage. Um, We don't advertise, um, we don't have any other funding, but we do rely on our listeners for patronage. And I say we, I mean me. So if you have a bit of spare cash, and I'm talking a couple of quid, or if you're perhaps uh, in the position where your income has not been terribly affected by the coronavirus outbreak, um, then I'd love you to support the show. It's very simple to do. You just go to puttingittogethercast.com, and at the very front of that page, right in the middle, you'll see the yellow donate button, and it takes you to PayPal. Some people do a few quid a month. Some people do occasional larger donations. It really is up to you. Um, so yeah, if you can afford to, and you think that this show is worthwhile, then please do help me to keep it going. Um, it's becoming part of my income now. It's part of my job. It is a job and it's a lot of work and, um, I'd love your support. Um, also you can follow us on social media if you're not already doing that by going to pitccpod on Instagram and Twitter and our page is putting it together on Facebook and, uh, that's where you can find out what's happening and what guests we've got on and so on. And I'm sorry that my social media game is not perhaps as strong as some people's. Uh, I do try and uh, I hope to have a social media consultant back in the chair as soon as possible. So, yes, what can I tell you about me? I've been recording music. Um, I entered a competition with the Irish Dance Commission in Dublin. Um, they were looking for a new hornpipe for a challenge for people to make up new steps, but traditional style steps. And I wrote a hornpipe for that, uh, and it won in one of the categories. So um, the Cloisters hornpipe has been selected, and uh, then after that I've been busy making a video of me playing the tune, a backing track, instrumentation, all different bits and bobs. So that's kept me busy Um basically all different forms of editing. I seem to just spend hours and hours editing. Um, And that's what I've done today. I did my interview with Rosie, which was a total pleasure. Um, We're hampered slightly by slow internet speeds, so the edit, that makes the edit difficult. I won't go into the boring details of why, but it makes it really tricky. And uh, Rosie was recording her lovely little garden studio, which means you get some, you get treated to some of South London's traffic sounds as we go along. So I hope you'll forgive the occasional sound fluctuation with this interview. Um, we've done our best, and you'll certainly be able to hear us perfectly well. But you know what I'm like? I'm a stickler for good sound, and uh, yeah, th- th- it could have been better for me. But there you go. I've been at it all day, and um, I'm happy to bring it to you. So what else? I hope you're well. Um, I try to, I try to ask you that question. I mean, it's obviously I can't hear your response, but I do get your, your missives. Um, I hear from you, and you tell me you're well. And um, you know, I suppose in the way this show is kind of, at least this top part of the show is is checking in with you and trying to send you a message of goodwill across the airwaves. Um, send peace and light, and 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 hope that that life is good. You know, and. I have to trust that things are okay. And I suppose we all go through ups and downs and 
Um, I don't report them all on the show from my perspective um, because there isn't enough data in the world to hold that podcast. <laughs> I mean, people often have said to me, let me know when, you're, you know when your feelings change, if your mood changes, let me know. I say, you don't know, you're, you're asking for a lot there because if I told you every time my mood changed, you wouldn't be able to hold down a job. Um, so yeah, I don't report all the, the changes to you and all the ups and downs, but they are there and I trust that they're there with you and uh, that's normal. You know, I suppose the thing is that at some point along the way we we learned we picked up the notion that we're supposed to feel great all the time, and um, I think over the years I've discovered that that's not necessarily true. Um, sometimes we don't, and it's okay, especially if it's in reaction to what's going on, what's going on in the world, what's going on in our lives. You know, I think the struggle is when it's when it's not in reaction to what's going on, when it's just you know when we just have down days or whatever. That's tricky. You know, so I'm just telling you that all that waffling is just to say I'm here for you, and I hope that you're well, and and that I'm well. You know, um, I mean the 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 lockdown thing is fairly dragging on, although the world is waking up a wee bit, and that's nice. Um, it's still challenging for creative people because we don't know when we're going to get back to doing our thing, and I know I've said it a million times, but I just want to reach out and let you know that I still understand and I still feel it. We don't know when we're going to be back in theatres and back shooting things and, you know, although it's starting to very slowly happen, there's no end date in sight. There's no official opening date or, you know, back to normal time or something. So, um, we have solidarity in our, our industry and we are a team and a family and we continue in that vein. So I'm here, I'm here for you and send me, drop me a line and, and let me know how you are, if you've got ideas for the show or if you just want to talk or, you know, all that stuff, I, I appreciate it. Just ignore me, batter in the mic stand there. Um, yeah, you can do it through the social media or if you want to send me a private email, you can do that, brian at puttingittogethercast.com. Um, I'd love to hear from you and uh, many of you have been getting in touch and also making generous donations and I really thank you for that remember if you haven't already done so and you're able to then please go to puttingittogethercast.com look for the yellow donate button and uh, follow the prompts and you can make a wee donation via PayPal so uh, yes that is about the, the size of it for now I suppose I've spent a lot of time in the studio like I, like I told you um, which I'm enjoying I was talking to Rosie about it today about people staying here and stuff and it it's made me realise that this is really no longer a spare room. I mean, there was a time when it was both a spare room and a studio, and then there was a time when it sort of became mostly studio, and that's where we are now. It still has a couch that I could fold down, but it really wouldn't be very hospitable. Um, so anyway, I'm glad of that in a way, because you know I'm blessed to have the space, I'm allowed to do that, and um, I really enjoy being in here. I find it cosy, and I find it it keeps me creative, I feel creative when I'm in here, so that's good. Um, so I suppose I would encourage you to have a, even just a weak corner that's that's for your um, artistic endeavours, however that would work. Um, I mean, for some people, if you write or things, it's it's more, it's an internal feeling maybe, it's a, but I suppose a physical space is good too. I don't know what I'm saying, I'm just saying it's, it's good to have a space where you go to do your thing, um, where you don't watch telly or, you know, do other things, be on the phone and stuff. It's just good to have a dedicated space, you know. So I'm enjoying that and um, seeing plenty of the family and stuff. Um, but still, like, lots of time just sitting about. In a way, I'm sort of used to it, but I don't know. It's sometimes I find myself kind of wishing I was busy. And I've had days where I'm busy and, and I do feel better, you know. 
just tasks. And I get up in the morning thinking, oh, I can't be bothered with the tasks. But once I get going, I'm like, right, okay, next. And at the end of the day, you do feel better, don't you? You've done a few things. So today's been like that. Interviews, um, editing, which has been endless. I'm, I'm glad that that part's over now and I'm just talking to you. This is the bit that I enjoy. Um, but yeah, today's been a day of tasks. So I'll probably rest well tonight. I certainly hope I do. Anyway. I think it's about time I brought you my guest of the week. It's Rosemary Boyle and she's with me and we are putting it together. It's it's always a simple... Thank you, Brian. You really um, held my hand through that. I didn't really know (laughs) what I was doing. Well, you had your brother as well. Thank God for Dominic. Thank God for Dominic, honestly. Thank bloody God clicking buttons and getting on logic and i've had lots of interviews with people where they've got another person that you know lives with them somebody who knows technical things i was going to say do people is it has it been easy to like see people through doing this or has it been a bit of a yeah, disaster? So, i mean i'm i think what happens is like at the beginning you're trying to, i was trying to figure it out so now that i know exactly how i like it done mm-hmm. it's easier to then explain do you know to other people yeah you're very clear i must say oh you're very nice to me you're very good <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear! I'm hoping that you, your accents are going to be flying through <laughs> this you, interview. It's like you thinking that you're really hoping before this call that I'm. Oh, I hope Rosie's going to behave herself. Like I hope she doesn't come I hope out. She's with on a form. I hope she's a Scottish accent. Weird shit. <laughs> no, I was hoping for that. Oh, were you? Yeah. So, so how are things, you Scottish girl? Oh, you know, Brian, things are absolutely. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> no, do you know, I mean, <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of them where you start off and you go, oh, it's been such a weird time and and, um, and all of that, but it has. And yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I'm okay. It's been obviously really, really s- strange and, and surreal and kind of work-wise, I guess. Mm. You know, it's been oh, just the, the weirdest thing ever, but no, I'm okay in myself. I'm good in myself. I think it's been actually, and I've heard this from a few of my friends, like anxiety-wise and things about um, working and, I don't know, auditions. Yeah. And y- that's actually gone down quite a lot, which a lot of people are, you know, enjoying, really. Because no one's... I've definitely found that. No one's really doing no, anything. Because I mean, nobody's really working, so... Yeah, yeah. So that yeah, kind of, um, I don't know, that, that's been suppressed quite a lot, which is, which is nice. Yeah, and we were kind of together when it was just about kicking off, actually, in London. <laughs> Brian, it sounds like we were in a relationship. No, I don't, I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean, we were hanging out. Yeah, oh my God. And sitting, talking to people, and they were saying, oh, this is going to be big, and I was like, oh, don't be silly. <laughs> you were just like, you you were just, sh- like, just shaking it off. Yeah, totally dismissive, with my broken uh, collarbone. With your broken collarbone. I mean, yeah, I... Also, I was in we were me and my brother and um, my friend Joey. We were in New York just before. Well, we got back kind of the day, the oh, no, I think the week before we went into lockdown over here. But um, oh, you went to New York just after I was with you in London. Yeah, it was literally. Oh, it, well, I think it was right. the next day that we were flying out because I remember having. I remember thinking, oh God, you know, Brian's here. I've got. I've got a pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a stressful time for everybody. Oh, it was so stressful. It's had so much to do. Um, but, yeah, so, and while we were over there, um, midway through the week, Broadway shut down. 
So we were like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But of course you're trying What's to... What's the point in being New York? Oh, darling, I know. It's, what was there to do? There was nothing to do when yeah. that shut down. Um, so, yeah, things were getting pretty... Things were getting pretty serious. But it was a weird one. We were trying to, like, have a... I mean, I was really... I was very anxious about the whole thing and... Dominic, my brother, not so much um, at the time, obviously, but uh, you're trying to have a, a, as good as a, a of a holiday as you can have, kind of. And um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was stressful. It, it was really stressful. But would it be fair to say you're quite an anxious person? Yeah, it probably would be. It would. I, I think it, it depends, actually, with what things. But um, I do tend to overthink and and overanalyze things, and I have been known mm. to fester over little things that I probably shouldn't do. And yeah, I probably would say I'm quite a, an anxious mind, but only only in the recent like years, I'd say. Yeah, it's relatively recent because I don't think when I when I first knew you, I think you were a bit less. Oh, so. I, I don't feel like I was anxious at all back then. I remember listening to people talk about anxiety and um and and not being able to like just not really knowing what that felt like mm. i remember feeling that and now it's like i don't have that at, uh, uh, yeah I've very much been in the in the thick of it myself yeah. but you come from quite a creative family isn't it fair to say mm, yeah it is yeah well my dad um my dad's a well, he used to be a teacher and then him and mum went off and uh, did their, they had a baby business for um, for a long time. And, but he, he is a musician really and he plays lots of, he plays about 15 different instruments. Does he really? All of which he's taught himself over wow. the years. Yeah. He plays, um, yeah, like, like violin, tin whistle, mandolin, banjo, um, oh, loads of stuff. And all yeah, he's taught himself all wow. of them, and um, and he plays he plays in an Irish folk band. Mm. Um, I mean, I've always been brought up with music around, always, o- always, always, always. We've had, and like me, me and you um, joked about that, Brian, about um, our mums, like because I know you and your dad would be up um, playing like rehearsing yeah. on the accordion and stuff. And my mum, honestly, it's so funny. Every time my dad leaves the house. I know every time my mum leaves the house, sorry, still to this day, my dad is like, get something out and like, he, that's it then for the next couple of hours. It's non-stop and it's <laughs> always normally the same <laughs> tune as well, which is so infuriating. And my mum comes in, she's the like, same tune? get that fit, like turn that thing off, like get off that thing. <laughs> 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 and I know that Sick your mum used to do it with the accordion. It was re- really makes me laugh. She gets in the car and she goes, "Can you turn off that fucking diddly dum oh, music?" Oh, the diddly dum and the diddly die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's but that's what we've we've yeah I've always been brought up, I guess, with Irish music, really. Um, yeah. And uh, my mum is very my mum. Well, both my parents were were teachers originally, but they're both. Um, they are both creative um very like my mum's a very creative person and um like i said she had her own business for um for 15 years now that's handed my sister now runs that but um yeah i guess and then grace my my young my, one of my younger sisters she's an actress also and um 
Yeah, we're all quite, we're all quite creative. Yeah, that's right. I saw Grace's one of Grace's college productions with you when we barely knew each other, just oh, by chance. Yeah, like you I did. happened to be there. Do you that remember? That was while we were. That was when we were in Greenock, I think. Rehearsing the JPs. <laughs> um, Wasn't that your first job, the James plays out of college? Yeah, that was my first job. Brian, I peaked too soon. <laughs> that's what happened. No, you just started no, strong. I'm that's joking. okay. Yeah, um, it's good to start strong. Oh, that was my first. No, 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 no. It wasn't my first job. It was my first theatre job. Oh, right. So you did telly before that? Yeah, I did a little bit of TV before that. Well, you went you went in classy. Yeah, you know, I was I was one of them. Be like, oh, is this your first? <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I was actually... I've done a bit of telly. I've <laughs> done a bit of TV. Um, yeah, and... Oh, that was amazing, wasn't it? That job. Ah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It I was, was actually out with Fiona the other day and we were just... Walking about the West End, reminiscing about it all. Oh, were you? Just da- you know, daft stories and like oh. all the 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 group warm ups and the going to different strange little towns and so just uh, like at the time, all the stuff that's a bit of a drag when you look back is all the yeah. stuff that you remember and go, oh, that was good though, wasn't it? All the late night tech rehearsals in Greenock and all of that. And yeah, I remember us moaning about the um, something was going on with the cafe. Do you remember? The cafe in Greenock, there was some sort of drama with it. And I think now I'd be like, I'd love to be sitting back there waiting an hour for my food. Just having (laughs) a... I'd give anything. I'd give anything. To Um, be moaning about food or, you know, moaning about being in a tech. Yeah. It was was such a special job, though, that in in so many ways. Just, I think, I feel like... Yeah. Out of all the jobs I've had so far, just in terms of the people that I met... Yeah, I think when you get a, a big group of people together like that, yeah. you like that happens. There's some sort of magic happens. And that's a cast of, of twenty, and then another twenty of yeah. kind of crew and stuff. So it's like it's gonna there's gonna be a dynamic, isn't there? And I remember walking along a beach actually in New Zealand, uh, and with Sally, and we were talking about it, and and I remember thinking, God, this is like they were all saying to me, and they'd worked, you know, a, a lot more, obviously. Than, than I have I'd, I I was really mm. new to it all and they were saying how special that was for that like how special a job it was for them so um, that you don't think it's just like this every job's like this well that's the kind of thing that I thought really I was you know that was my first theatre job I I that thing about peaking too soon is a bit is is quite true really because yeah. you know we went to all these amazing places um like oh so much about it and I, I, I think in a way it did, I did I, I did probably peak too soon but I'm sure that will happen you know I'm sure that and, and I've had lovely jobs since but that one in particular was very 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 special I think I think it was to everyone oh yeah it definitely was it definitely was for me I mean I was so terrified at the beginning that oh. was the most terrified I've ever been to start a job well because Brian you were just branching out really weren't you into doing the whole like acting thing yeah as well, as yeah, well. kind of going back to it in a weird way, but not. I'd never done it on that scale since I was a kid. Yeah, and then also joined in week three for some reason, yeah. not through my fault. They were like, "This is when you start," and I came in, and everyone had already been there for two weeks, and I was like, "Oh, so now I have to." Not only am I new, but I'm really new. Yeah, newer than everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I um, I remember being in that rehearsal room in um in the sits. I think is that where we were at first. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. And um, you and hearing you talking about you were doing impressions of um, of the office or extras or 
or oh, something. Yeah, and I can't imagine. No, <laughs> I cannot imagine you doing that for the life of me. No. Um, <laughs> it's only every other bloody sentence. Um, <laughs> and just being in, just found you so funny from the get go. And I remember thinking, this is someone who. I am really, really, really going to get on with. I mean, you were hilarious. You still are, by the oh. way, but you were, oh, cheers, you were mate. so funny. That's why I got you on the show, just for well, that. Well, bloody finally. <laughs> <laughs> bloody finally. I, do you know when you asked me the other day, I was I almost leaped for joy. <laughs> I was like, yes, I asked happened. someone last night and the text I got back was, I got the call, I got the call. Yeah, literally, that's how I felt. And I'm getting all nervous. Even now I'm thinking I'm a little bit giddy. I'm like, oh, God. Ooh, gold <laughs> Golden Bennett <laughs> yeah it was class special job special time special job um, but then you, as you say like since then you've done some really cool stuff and I yeah. think I've seen <laughs> I've probably seen most of the things well because a lot of it's been in Scotland or it's come, it's made yeah, its way to Scotland yeah that was the right? thing as well like after doing the James plays obviously um, oh well I don't know I guess I was very much in the scene uh, in the scene up there really um doing something mm-hmm. like that and so um the next one was what was it i think it was hay fever that was with dominic hill at the sits um oh and, yeah yeah and then what else did i do up in scotland oh i've done a i've done um of mice and men which toured like it toured to a few venues in scotland as well so it was weird it was right. it feels like for me i tend to be up there quite a lot which is lovely because yeah. i love i i absolutely love scotland i love scotland and i miss it so much i haven't been in such a long what well, feels like such a long time but it definitely holds a very special place in my heart yeah you seem to develop a sort of affinity for it yeah i do definitely and that that probably i think that did come like we were saying from the james plays and and that whole time but i remember yeah. you know spending so much time with you guys um and well i was the only we had malin obviously um who who wasn't scottish but but I was the only like non-Scottish person, really, as well as Malin, in, <laughs> yeah. in the whole cast, and with mainly the crew and stuff as well. And I just remember yeah. thinking, I love Scottish people, like all the time. I just, <laughs> I, ju- I did. I just loved. I, I loved Scotland. I loved like, I loved the people. I loved the streets of Glasgow. Like I loved the architect. I, I loved all of it. I really, and I, I would, I think mm. I'd love to live there at some point, maybe. I don't know. It's a really, really special place. Really, really. You're, you're angling to move in with me again, and I'm going to have to say it needs to stop. We've done that, haven't we, Brian? We've been there. We tried that. It didn't. We've work. tried that, and it really didn't. Oh, it was very weird. Can we talk about that? Actually? We can. T- we can talk about if you want to. Though the thing is, I feel like I don't want you. Do you want to relive it? Because I feel like for you, is that okay to talk about it for you? Does it bring back joking, heart palpitations or like sweating out? Because I was, I mean, I was sweating out. That Everything was really brings heart palpitations weird. for me. Might as well oh, just enjoy. Jesus. Well, I'm on my that second cup of coffee, and I never really drink coffee. Uh-oh. Well, no, I have one in the morning, and it's ten to eleven. So I'm, I'm going to be, my heart's, my heart's Buzzing, beating mate. very fast. <laughs> Sorry. So you did. You did. Of, I would love to come back to Hay Fever because I do want to talk about that. Oh yeah. But th- this production of of Mice and Men, which of course is one of those things that tours because mm. it's on the syllabus for most. It's on you know, the bloody drama GCSE like syllabus. That. Yeah. Yeah. So they all show up. So that was a weird thing because we were like, right, we're going to get, you know, mainly the audiences with that were school kids, 
and that was yeah. bizarre like like the matinees normally everyone's like oh jesus who's gonna be in is it gonna be um mm. and it's gonna be no like nobody there or whatever but the matinees for us were like these really weirdly energetic like children like just like cheering like when when um <laughs> i think when i died like it was like you know like you cheer when you died bit, no didn't cheer when i but like weird moments they would they were and you'd hear like the gasps of like they're proper like gasping at things and then almost clapping at things yeah. and it was almost a bit panto-y i guess maybe yeah it's um, a bit more of an immediate experience that that young people have like yeah kind of, yeah you know they're not doing th- theater etiquette and saying oh, yeah we should think about how we react they just react right? and for them it was fun like i mean because you get you, you're out of school for a few hours so you're already on that on that high aren't you're riding oh, that you're riding that then. wave you're so you know you're, you're, just, <laughs> you're just like yeah i'm out of school for the afternoon and i'm gonna have a good time but um yeah so that was we had a lot of school kids coming to watch it yeah and um i went to see it and and the fun well oh, first did. of all what i did was i got a copy of the book and i was like right i'll read it before i go and see it and then i met up with i think i went with blythe and fiona oh yeah you did yeah, i yeah, had never seen did. it yeah i, know, yeah, I knew yeah. nothing about it yeah. Because we didn't have drama at school. I never did school drama. Mm-hmm. So any kind of plays that I experienced just happened to be ones that we did at youth theatre or whatever that yeah. I'd seen. Yeah. Um, anyway, we went to see it and then you were coming to stay with me and it was all fun. We, I had the, the room was ready and you were coming for the week and you were going to do the show every night and we are going to hang out and all. So <laughs> I'm just reminding, I know you know the story, but I'm just kind of mm-hmm. putting it out there. No, I, so yeah. I went shopping. And I was like, I'll get everything in, mm-hmm. get all sorted. Then you came and then on on the way to my place you said i want to stop at the shops and you bought a load of shopping as well yeah so we had kind of double shopping in the fridge and that is an important detail as we proceed with the story thank thank god brian thank god we did the two trips (laughs) honestly yeah because we didn't know what was gonna what was gonna come for us in the next few days did we the snow fell and that was it the snow fell. It fell. I mean, thick that, that and was fast. our first taste of lockdown, really. Oh my god, that's the thing. I spoke to you on the phone a few weeks ago, I think, and I was saying to you how all this has made me think of that those few days we spent in your house because, yeah, yeah. and that time, although obviously in the lockdown, you know, we were at one point, you know, it's one exercise a day or something. You know, you're really, really limited. But when we were at yours for those few days, I mean, we couldn't get out. We actually couldn't get out the door. Like the snow, the snow was up, was up the door up when you our, opened it, yeah. Yeah, it was up. It was way. I mean, I'm only, I'm only like five foot three, um, but it was up to like my thighs, basically. Yeah. And you die. You would actually die. What about when um, we were <laughs> when I was wondering <laughs> every day whether? So basically, the, all the theatres in Scotland started to shut down, didn't they? Because the snow was just everywhere and no one was going to be going in and watching Yeah, so like the schools were off, everything was gradually shutting down. <laughs> everything. Everything was shutting down. Yeah. But we were still, the company, um, my, like my, yeah, of Mice and Men, we were still under the impression that, um, you know, every night it was going to, it was going to go on. Wasn't there a thing about, they didn't know whether... Everyone was waiting for the other party to cancel because of some money thing. So, like, ATG were waiting oh, for waiting for Mice the and other Men p- to cancel, and if Mice and Men were waiting for ATG to close the theatre, yeah. no one wanted a claim on their insurance or e- whatever. Exactly. 
but we had these really fun, didn't we, Brian, of like the, I think it was like the four o'clock for those evening shows. It was like the four o'clock time when I was at my peak anxiety of going, calling everyone <laughs> on the phone, sweating out, being like, you know, texting people being like, do you think it's going to happen tonight? Do you think it's, it going to think think? happen? It's yeah. Happen. Calling up bloody producers and everything. And then them kind of keeping you on a little string being like, look, I've got to talk mm. to someone else and then I'm going to call you back and all of that. All the while you're looking at me going, Rosie, it's not, there is no way <laughs> it can go, it can be happening. And I was led, I was just so fearful every day that I'd have to basically walk. Walk into town. Because that, that was the funny miles. thing. There was a, I think there was a guy who was the equity dip on oh, your company hilarious. and he said, Rose, start walking now. Start I'm walking you. now. Get here at all costs. One point you were getting the wellies on. Oh, I had the wellies on. Brian, do you not remember? I walked down to the bottom of the bloody road and see and saw if I could maybe do it and I was slipping and sliding all over the shop. <laughs> there was one point when I said to you, if you start walking, I'm going to get in the car and chase you. <laughs> do you want me to kill myself in that car? <laughs> then don't leave this house. It oh, became it like a, a standoff. It was a thing. And then there was that lovely moment after... We've after I had that call that was inevitably going to come, but I just couldn't believe it in my yeah, head yeah. at the time. Um, that said, you know, it's not going on, it's not happening. Then we put down the phone and we'd all just have that lovely, like, right, what do you want for dinner? Should we get a t- what, what do you want? Pizza? Let's watch the Royal Family. Like, then it was all like chilling out, having a good <laughs> time. Good. And I could, I could, Whoa. I could rest, I could finally rest, but. Oh, it was... It was <laughs> Until the next day. <laughs> till the next day when I was waking up worrying about it again. Bloody hell. Oh, God. The, my my favourite bit... time. It always makes me laugh. Yeah. When you were on the phone to your mum. Yeah. And uh, I heard you say, yeah, no, yeah, it's gone. And I was like, I wonder what she's talking about. No, we've run out completely. <laughs> and I, you got off the phone. I said, what is it? I was just telling mum we ran out of milk. And she said, oh, you're joking. <laughs> oh, no. And it was like the big oh, news. Oh, you are joking. You, you are have a black tea. Oh, no. <laughs> that was when it all started to go wrong because we had doubled our supplies well, at the I was beginning. Gonna you say, see, how you... much tea were we bloody drinking, Brian? Because we must have got. We well, must we have didn't have anything else to do. Oh, that's all we were doing. Remember, I didn't have a TV at the time. We were all gathered around the laptop like the oh, old days. Oh, stop. We were. And you gave me your lovely room. Well, I mean, the studio here that I'm in right now, I wouldn't. You know, as time goes on, it gets less and less like a guest room. Well, you've got it more as just like sort of a studio-ish, haven't you? Yeah, at that time I was able to move things aside and pull the couch down, but even yeah. now that would be a struggle. Oh, God. But it's grand. But, um, so to go back to hay that, fever... Yes, yeah, yeah. That I always feel when I see mm. you in stuff like that, that that's the perfect thing for you. You have a you have a quality that makes me think you were maybe born in the wrong era. You know, really? that you... You fit into period stuff really well. But then I mm. see you in other stuff. I saw you in Of Mice and Men, and you seem to be perfect for that as well, which is totally different. So I don't know, you have a, a changeability. So Hay Fever seems to me perfect for you. Mm. Kind of mannered English comedy, mm. you know, English rose, all mm-hmm. the rest of it. Yeah. Does that Did that feel really quite a natural thing to you as ter- in terms of performance? Um, I think, do you know, I had a experience of that of hay fever as well before when we were at Guildhall um in our second year we did like a little showing of it and so it was more scene work really Mm. but I loved it and I found it hilarious and I definitely loved that whole um we called it an RP showing um 
and mm. that kind of all like that really pronounced like heightened english um comedy i i really loved and so when i was auditioning for it and everything i definitely knew it's funny isn't it with, with, with some um auditions you really have that thing of going oh i could really do this and i know i'd be you know mm. you know you'd suit it or be you know be good at it and um i had that with hay fever and um yeah i guess i always have i i i enjoy i enjoy that type of comedy i def but but i but i enjoy yeah. all, all types of comedy i really I, I really love comedy just in itself really yeah i mean i feel like you know for i don't know you have you have a very classic look and yet mm -hmm. you have it almost goes against it your kind of your comedic skill mm. not it goes against it but it's surprising coming you know from that sort of really classical look um you know like the, the fact that we enjoy all the gervais stuff so much yeah yeah that yeah, yeah. really subtle kind of comedy yeah. that i just love when i meet someone like you who, who has a grasp of that the subtlety of that i yeah. just that's that's when i'm really happy it's like sally as well oh i know and the royal family you know you're actually one of the per one of the only people who um i've said i've kind of wanted to talk to the royal family about and lots of people actually haven't seen it and probably think we're talking about mm -hmm. i don't know the queen and and um and stuff <laughs> but that sort of real subtle like just sitting in a living room not really doing anything but yeah just hilarious just i don't know there's something uh, yeah i uh, just uh, just adore about it and definitely you know back to what you were saying about um that kind of heightened comedy it would i mean yes i love that um and c like f fast paced kind of almost farcical um, mm. farcical stuff but also just since drama school as well I really did find that comedy I think is my 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 type of thing like I would love to always work in 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 in, mm. in, in comedy really yeah what was your experience at Guildhall then overall I mean um, I went um, I was God, I got in there, I went just literally after I turned 18. So I was I was really young to be there. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I remember lots of people kind of, like lots of people in my year had done masters and a few people had been to like Cambridge and Oxford and studied English or, or something. And, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I'd just sort of come from sit form. But it's weird now, I didn't, and this links back to what we were saying earlier on about the whole being an anxious mind thing. Um, I wasn't really aware of that at, at, at the time. I, I, I feel like that was the right time for me to go. And I think I was ready for it. And, you know, yeah. I wasn't anxious about talking to these people that were, you know, five or six years older than me, maybe. Um, them having gone and studied things before of I don't know I just wasn't I, I I that was the right time to go for me and I was probably quite young and quite um naive maybe in in some aspects but I think I used it in a good in t to my advantage I, th I think I, I think I always asked if I didn't understand something and I wasn't I think now if I were to be there um I think it would maybe be a very different experience for me. 
yeah i think the naivety kind of helps sometimes i think you it did then you're not worried about all that stuff and you don't even maybe notice so much exactly you're not you're just not i wasn't in that sort of frame of that frame of mind and therefore i don't think i was being held back by that necessarily in some in in some sort of ways i was i was um it and and it meant that i could i guess my whole mind and everything i could put onto the onto what i was doing at the time you know what it's and not and not be worried about stupid things which i probably would be now um but no i loved i i loved guildhall i i i absolutely loved it it was um yeah three of the my most like the best years um for me i had so much fun um Yeah, I remember like the day that I got in there. There actually was probably one of the will go down as one of the happiest days in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, so. Yeah, but those, they say those are the times when actors are most happy. Like oh the, the one God. moment is when you get given the job. Yeah. Because you, before that, you're worried you're not going to get it, and after that, you're worried you have to do it, and you're going to mm-hmm. mess it up. Mm-hmm. So just that one moment of like, you've got the job. That's the ultimate joy. <laughs> that's the ultimate. The, exactly, and you kind of. You you just want to bask in that forever, basically that feeling. <laughs> yeah, but but, yeah. That, but you can't, last. and that's what happens exactly. And that's what makes these these times, these little moments, so special for us. And mm. you know, getting the job or getting into drama school or getting an agent or getting you know all these things that they're, they're so sometimes they come so little, like you don't get them all the time. And that's why they just are so it's so lovely when you do get them. And you that is just yeah. that feeling of total happiness and relief basically yeah relief yeah to- actually it's just total relief it's forget the happiness it's just relief oh. um yeah i w- was at sixth form and kind of just me t- talking about um drama school in the first place i was at sixth form doing drama for a level Actually, I think it was before this, I, uh, maybe year year nine or something. I was in school and was, you know, realizing I knew before this really, but um, you know, I really loved doing like drama and plays and I don't know whatever. Mm. And um, there was this girl called Anna Simmons who I sung in the church choir with, and she was kind of my total idol at the time. And she was probably about five or six years older than me. But I'd found out that she went to this place called Mountview and was doing mm-hmm. a thing called drama school or, you know, whatever. And and yeah. I remember going back to my mum after hearing that. My mum and dad and I was like, look, I think Anna's doing this thing where you go to, you know, you, I think it's different to university, really. And I think you go and, and it's very practical for, for three years and you get to properly, like, do acting, like, all the time and da da and that, and and then so I kind of then looked into drama school. Then when I made the leap, like the leap to sixth form, that was always my 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 goal of, you know, that is what I wanted to do. And I was very warned by a lot of people that, you know, maybe you should go and take a gap year or maybe you should, um, I don't know, go to university. Get a trade behind you. Yeah, to exactly. Fall back on. Why don't you go and do carpentry <laughs> for a few years and come back to me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but people warning me, saying, really, that you should maybe go to university before or, I don't know, something. Just pe- a lot of people saying, mm-hmm. maybe don't apply to drama school now, Rose. You're you, you're not 18 yet as well. And it's that's maybe, I don't know. And I applied to a, a, quite a few of them and got outright rejections for all of them. Um, 
and mm-hmm. just so happened to get that bit nearer, that bit nearer for Guildhall um, every time. And then, and th- so then I, yeah, I was saying I got in and that whole, that whole day was just totally euphoric. Of course, yeah. I couldn't, I just couldn't, yeah, it was one of the best things. I do think as well, you do get, I don't know, maybe some people disagree about this, but I do think you get into it, you get into the school that I think they're quite good at looking at who would go, who would suit what school, do you know what I mean? Like I might have had a very different experience if I'd have gone to RADA or Lambda or it might not have suited me mm-hmm, so much yeah. maybe, but Guildhall was, was the was the place at that at, at the time. But I think it's also like what's the right thing happens. That's my kind of belief. So it's like that's that's the school mm. you got into. That's the school you went to. So of course that's the right school. And that's you your know? experience exactly. And of course I am going to sit here and say that now because I I went there and I had a great time and yeah, um, right, it's one exactly. of those things. But yeah, I I totally loved it. And did you see a lot of theatre before that? I mean, you you grew up in London, so I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> access to it, presumably. Well, do you know what, Brian? Probably not. Probably not. I didn't see too loads of it, really. Um, I I did go to the theatre. I remember seeing a few things in the theatre, like when I was at school and everything. And but I'd mm-hmm. watch a lot of stuff, I think, and um, I'd watch a lot of, uh, you know, TV and 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 things. And but I guess going to the theatre wasn't wasn't a massive deal. I remember when I was at school, though. And especially in sixth form, when I was when I knew I had um, guilt or like or, or drama school on my on on the back of my mind, I used to go mm-hmm. to the library at lunch because I was so worried about going to these interviews and not, you know, having that fear of going. Oh God, what if I don't know about any plays or anything? And I used to mm-hmm. I made it a thing that I would then go um, to the library most lunch times in the week and try and read a, a bit of. Of, of of a play or a, a couple of plays or some scenes from from um oh. from, yeah I did that for a while that was in the lead up to getting into drama school um it was basically really antisocial as well like you know oh yeah but who's not I mean I was in the music department writing writing parody songs oh, just to stay God. away from people who wanted to trip me up yeah <laughs> you know oh, but your your experience of actors before that yeah. before that time was more like on TV and movies and that's what you saw in terms of a blueprint for acting do you think that's a really good question I think probably yeah I think it pro- the, the major the most of it had come from TV maybe like I said things like mm-hmm. the royal family and things that I, I loved I I got this love for Alison Steadman you know years oh, ago yeah. and kind of what I would do is I would get someone f- find someone that I really liked and then I'd watch everything of what they had um yeah. So Alison Steadman, things like Abigail's Party and um, Nuts in May, all these little like, pr- may, probably not many people have seen things like Nuts in May or Abigail's Party, but um, just comedy. But then laterally, Gavin and Stacey. Oh yes, Gavin and Stacey. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'd I'd try and do that a bit. I'd try and find someone that I've, or, you know, I'd come across someone, an actor that I really admired and um, obsess over them probably a bit. Do you think you do that? Yeah, I've always done that. I yeah, think, that's um, what I, th- I think you would do that as well. I'm, I'm mad for uh, Nathan Lane, and I have oh, been for Nathan a long Lane. time. When I saw Nathan Lane in the birdcage when I was 15, yeah. then it was just like obsessed, and I've seen yeah. him live and stuff, and just 
amazing, amazing. Do you know, I think I, did um, I watch The Birdcage? Because that's your favourite film, isn't it? It's just, yeah, it's absolute class. Of course, Robin Williams as well. I mean, just amazing. Oh, Robin Williams, definitely. Have you found other ones? You had Alison Steadman, who was next? Yeah, Carolina Hearn. Of is, course, yeah. She's yeah. a massive, a massive one for me. Um, probably Brenda Blethyn. Mm, Brenda yeah. Blethyn, who... Again, I don't know, I think with her my, and Alison Seba, my granddad, they're, they're, they're two of kind of my granddad's favourites as well. And he would always send me DVDs um, yeah. <laughs> in the post years ago of like, um, Brenda Blethyn was in this brilliant film called Secrets and Lies. Um, and oh, just yeah. things like that. He'd send, me, he'd send me little DVD copies of it. And... Um, and Wasn't that a Mike Lee film as well? Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Lee. Sorry. As well. That's someone who I've obsessed over is his films. Yeah. Mike Lee. His. Yeah. His films. Yeah. She did a lot of stuff. And Alison Steadman, obviously, for for mm-hmm. for him. So I think that's interesting. I I definitely love that type of. He does a lot of kitchen sink dra- like you know, dramas and yeah. a comedy within drama as well. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I love I love his stuff. Um, I'm actually watching at the moment which isn't I mean I've started to watch Grey's Anatomy <laughs> have you oh, ever wow. watched it Brian? no I've never watched it no. so this obviously isn't it's not comedy at all in fact it's probably the one of the most dramatic things I've ever I mean I've ever watched like every episode is so mm. such high high drama because they're like surgeons boom, boom, boom. oh my god happening, right? yeah and they're surgeons so it's all basically you're dealing with different cases every episode of like yeah these crazy crazy things and then there's all this love going on in the background and doctors liking doctors and all of that and i'm just watching that at the moment and i'm i'm loving it I bet you just um, love it, don't oh, you? Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, I take myself. But do you up wish you were in it? Is that is that your experience of watching these things? Do you think? Oh, do you, what of Grey's Anatomy? Um, well, yeah, or in general, is that because I do that? You know, when I watch a good yeah. play, I'm like, I could, I'd love to be in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think definitely with this. Pro- actually, I would definitely be. I'd, I, I would probably like to be in Grey's Anatomy, but I imagine it would be quite samey yeah I suppose I think, it would maybe also you know it's ran for like it's on it's like 16th season or something now and there's like 25 that's episodes that's the reason I don't watch it yeah exactly I, I feel like I'll be watching it till I die <laughs> if you never work again it'll be fine because you just watch Grey's Anatomy till you die I know I know I know I know have you ever watched House? no I haven't oh you'd like House it's really good I haven't like, watched um, House. He's like a he's like a medical, you know, he's a, he's a specialist um, in diagnostics, but he's, he's sort of like a detective. So when some yeah. unusual cases get brought to him, yeah, and he tries to figure out stuff about their life and why they Ooh. might have this weird illness, but he's really cantankerous and he's addicted to pain meds as well. So he's just like oh. really fucked up and oh, it's oh I'd Hugh love that. Amazing, isn't it? I lo- I'd love that. But um, it's that quite formulaic in the same way that these things tend to be. Like each yeah. episode is a new case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, just yeah. go with it, you know? Yeah. Well, Brian, I might give that a go in, in 25 years once I finish Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I might watch House. <laughs> you won't want a medical drama then. You have to start Last of the Summer Wine. We'll keep oh, you going geez. for the next 25 years. Well, this is the thing as well. That's what, because you know all my like hypochondria, basically. Mm. I'm trying to think, what am I doing to myself? Why am I watching? <laughs> But it's quite good. Yeah, you I think really it's quite be watching medical. No, shows. I know, I know. But I, I don't know. It's that 
maybe I'm testing myself to I, I don't know I'm, I'm really enjoying it have you seen um Succession oh no but I've heard it's amazing yeah was it's ama- it? Fiona was telling me I've got to yeah. watch it, the best thing ever it's amazing and actually I've just thought of someone again sorry that I am obsessing over when you asked me I kind of went blank in my head um but Anna Maxwell Martin oh yeah she there's a series on Netflix called Motherland mm-hmm that is, I don't know, I think it's been around for a couple of years. She is brilliant in it, Brian. She's so, she's so funny. It's brilliant. so good. Well, she's doing, yeah. She's been go- She's been around for a wee while, actually. She has, yeah. But she's, she's done, a lot, done a lot of, like, period drama, I think, and stuff and whatever. But she's, she's mm-hmm. just a yeah. brilliant, she's so versatile. Yeah. That's the thing. I think that's what I look for and I always have looked for in, pe- that's what I really, um, that's what I really love to see is just like versatility basically in anyone in any kind of actor that I look up to it tends to be because they can probably do a, a variety of different things I suppose that's, that's what, what I'm getting at when I say you have a, a certain a, a classic look but also you know comedy chops and fit in different places perfectly I suppose what I mean is that mm. you're versatile oh that's really nice of you to say that is the thing that I think I guess I would say that I would, you know, if someone would say, what would you, what kind of, how would you want to be described as an actress? Mm-hmm. I would definitely say yeah. I'd love someone to, you know, as in, uh, like, watches you in, like, lots of different things and they can say, oh, they're, I think it's great to, um, I, I've always looked up to people who are very versatile. I, does that sound like a silly thing to say? Not at all. I mean, I think... No, yeah. All the best people, I mean, I, th- I always think it's amazing when people are versatile without looking different like it's all very well you know shove on yeah. a fake nose and a wig and all that but like some actors they just are the a different person in a different thing they look exactly the same and i think that's just mm-hmm. amazing when you just you just buy yeah. it i mean for me like jennifer aniston is a good example of that oh i love and jennifer i think aniston. it was a surprise when she mm-hmm. came out of friends and did so many great things and was you know looks the same always looks like pretty yeah. much a glamour puss but is completely believable as a lot of different characters. Oh, she's so believable, I think, in absolutely everything that she does. She has this, I don't know what it is about her, but she has, I recently, while we were in lockdown, I watched her in The Morning Show, which is on Apple. Oh, brilliant show. So, so good. And again, it's that thing about Jennifer Aniston. I think especially in that, and I think she did a film called Cake a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, where... I mean, it's just so different to anything, you know, it's, it's not co- it's not kind of comedy at, at, at all. It's very, very, um, yeah, it's much more dramatic. Mm-hmm. But she's just so, she does have this just incredible knack to be just ex- just believable in kind of absolutely everything she says and all her facial expressions, just everything about her. She's she's really, really amazing and really underrated, I think, in in so many ways i think she's definitely up there in one of my top i don't yeah actresses. i think you wouldn't believe it coming off of 10 years of doing that kind of smash hit yeah. sitcom that she could come off that and and then yeah do as well as she has and be as versatile as she has exactly and she's kind of really i mean i know that the rest of them they've done stuff and but i think she's been the one the only one really to properly like consistently as well branch out into in, into lots of different things so i think hats off to her i think it's i think it's pretty amazing but i think i thought she was like 
like astoundingly good in the morning show. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Really, really did amazing. And you're you're about to do a short film soon, is that right? Yeah, I am in a few weeks. In a few weeks' time, in which will be lovely because um, it'll be just nice to get out the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, <laughs> that's what I'm really yeah, looking yeah, that's forward what we to say. most. Um, yeah, I'm going down to Suffolk um, to to yeah, just for I think a, a, about a week um, to do this short film um, called Solidago, and I'm pregnant in it. Oh, so that's perfect for me, isn't it? <laughs> You shared a photo the other day of me and you sitting together in some place. I can't remember where we were. You must have eaten a lot and you were like sticking your belly out. Yeah. And that was in, we were in, um, we were in Brooklyn. We were in a, that was that day where it just totally like pissed down with rain. Do you remember? And we were stuck in this little bar in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, in Brooklyn, yeah. I mean, it sounds quite Mm -hmm. nice actually talking about it now. Um, but yeah, we and it's so funny. I put that up on my story um, to say like, "Happy birthday, Brian!" And I did this whole thing of like, "You're the best, Daddy," and we love you, and you know. And I have some replies. <laughs> these are from people that these are from people that I haven't seen in ages, being like, yeah. "What? Oh my god!" Like, and and Brian, I didn't tell you because I thought, "Oh, you might actually not know because you might not go on the story again." But I deleted it about two hours after posting it because I got worried. I was like, "Oh no, people." Are I think I'm having a baby and that's really You're just going to be inundated. No, forget it. <laughs> Inund- forget it. Forget it. Happy birthday, Brian. Forget it. That made me yeah, laugh. Yeah, but anyway. that is it. That I did think that photo is really, that is what I think, you know, being pregnant in a bar in Brooklyn looks <laughs> That's like. what it's all about when you just, you just that's hang That's what it's Brooklyn. all about. That's what pregnancy is about, isn't it? You just hang out. <laughs> you know, it's cool. So it's you're going right. to be pregnant in this film and you're doing it soon? Yeah, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think in just about two, two, two weeks' time. And so I, I'm d- kind of working on that at the moment and doing lots of, yeah, try. I mean, I've got so much time as well. It's actually lovely to have something to focus on. Really, really lovely. Yeah, it's, Even this, it? Brian, I'm like, this has been a little bit of, you know, it sounds silly, but it's, it's just something nice to, to think about. It's been so, I, th- I think everyone will be thinking the same thing, but it's so, so, just so difficult to keep your, like, a lot of the time my mind hasn't been occupied. It's been... Or it's occupied by other nonsense. Like Oh, it's been occupied all right, but it's been occupied <laughs> yeah, on with shit. bloody... Yeah, on absolute, on absolute shit. And on yeah, pointless yeah. stuff as well. Stuff that just doesn't... There's just no point worrying about the stuff that I worry about, probably. Um, I know, it's only when you look back, though, you go, God, all that time I spent worrying about that thing that never happened. I know that never ever happened. Um, so yeah, it's it's just yeah. I'm really looking forward to doing it, and um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to do it. And like I said, it would just be nice to be able to properly focus on something and and have something nice to work on. I guess. Well, you have to let us know when it's when it's out. Yeah, I will do. Of course, I will. I'll probably be sending you um, silly voice notes from from Suffolk. Through throughout the process, of course, I fully expect it. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout the process, I'll just pop on. I'll just be like, "Can we just wait a sec? I'm just gonna voice note Brian." <laughs> I've got to tell Brian. I about love this. Brian. It's brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, wishing you all the best with it, and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to me. 
Oh, Brian, I'm so busy. Thank you. It's been lovely to it's been lovely to actually sit down and have a break. I've been I've been so busy. This has been lovely and relaxing yeah. for Put me. Your feet up a bit. Last hour. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you, thank you for finally asking me to come on here. <laughs> it's been yeah, so it's nice. It's a great honour for you. I know this. <laughs> it's a it's a great honour. I'll take it to to my grave. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> when you're still watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, oh my God, when I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy. Off you go back to that then, episode 4 million. I'll, I'll speak to you soon. Exactly, I'll speak to you soon. Ah, what a pleasure, what a pleasure. Sometimes it's kind of like you, you get a chance to talk to these people and you think, oh, I wish we could hang out. Like, I wish that we were in the same city and we could actually spend time together. That was a nice hour, you know. I hope there's more soon, is what I'm saying. Um, and I miss doing the face-to-face interviews. I know I say it all the time, but it is, it's it's getting old. Um, not just because of the, the sheer amount of editing that has to be done, but just that connection, sitting across from someone and having that conversation for real. It's just, there's nothing beats it. So I'm looking forward to the day when, when we can do that again. But I'll continue to be patient, I'll continue to put the hours in, because um, I want to bring you a new episode every week, and I, I hate to break up a collection. Once I'd got to 10, it was just like, oh well, I suppose I better keep going. And I'm enjoying it, you know. What's this, 143, I think. So, I suppose that reminds me to say thank you very much for listening, because if nobody was listening, I wouldn't keep doing it. I do sometimes forget you're listening, and I just chat away, and I then I remember people are listening to me but uh, thank you for that and uh, for keeping with the show and for telling your pals about it and stuff and if you haven't done that then then do that now add it to your Instagram story tweet about it, retweet the show just get the word out, the more people that listen the better, we want to you know, embrace the uh, the crowd and, and make the conversation as big and wide as possible, so yes if, you, if you're not doing that already then please do give us a wee share, give us a wee comment and let people know that you're enjoying the show and hopefully they can too so I think that is about all you're getting from me this week, I've got a few great guests lined up for the next weeks um, for the coming weeks and I'm looking forward to bringing them to you so same time next week same place and uh, another episode that you can look forward to in the meantime stay well, stay safe keep breathing, you know, drink water all the rest of it and uh, I'll just say what I always say cheerio now <laughs>